You are listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable. We are a ministry of Christian Assembly Church in Los Angeles, California. I'm your host, Marvin Enriquez, and this is how we get down. Hey, so we're live. <laughs> we're here for the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. This is the first ever edition. That laughter that you hear is these fine gentlemen that are around this roundtable. We are in Albert Kim's round office and his roundtable. And so I've got with me on my right uh, the the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. George Fernandez. George, say what's up. Woo-hoo, what's up? George, is it George or Jorge? Both. Which one? Which one do you prefer? If you can pronounce it, then you can say Jorge. Well, I can pronounce George. Can you pronounce Jorge? No. You're Latin. You I can say it. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Jeez. Jorge. Jorge there Fernandez. There you go. There you go. I like that. And this uh, there you go fellow over here on my left is Robert. How do you pronounce your name? Um, <laughs> Concepcion. Concepcion. Bang. Concepcion. That's how you just, say it. Concepcion. You know, you, you know what? You can just... You're not say Filipino, C. You're Cuban. <laughs> Just say C. Robert C. He's not Cuban. He's oh, no. a, a Filipino descent. Um, what's happening, guys? This is the first ever Men's Ministry Roundtable podcast. And the goal of this is just to give guys um, a place of connection. If they listen to morning radio, maybe they can turn us in. Not, this will be far this better. Is better than, this is better. This is going to be better than Ryan Seacrest, for sure. Yeah, this is free. <laughs> well, the ra- remember, you well, get what you for. The radio is free, too. There you go. Listen, the reason we want to do this is just a place of connection. We're going to probably do this every other week. Uh, download us, what? subscribe to the podcast so you get... Yeah, I didn't every tell you that? Week? No, all right. That means you got to put this on put, your calendar hit, every hit, other hit, week. Hit mute for a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what's happening in your lives this week, guys? George? What's Not all on? at once, though. Come on. What's happening in our, in our life? Um, well, personally, my seven-year-old Kanan had, uh, had an accident... Um, at school the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah, he bumped into a eighth grader, a sixth grader, then he hit a wall. Wait, and he had your, your seven-year-old bump into an eighth grader? Yes. So like a 13-year-old? Yes. Yeah, I don't know the size of him, but Kanan's not the biggest when guy. you say bumped in, is he getting bullied? Is no, he, no, no, no. He was playing Does he bat- get he lunch was, he, money? Do they know that you guys have a Jaguar? <laughs> <laughs> you you want to put this on pause again? <laughs> Is he getting shaken down? He's not getting shaken yeah, down. Yeah, is, is he probably getting... <laughs> yeah, so, okay. so, so when no, he got he knows bumped, who it is. So he when was, he got bumped... He was playing say, basketball, he got a hard foul. So we know who your dad is. It's a shakedown. Like, the lunch money he <laughs> gets is money. like annuities, right? Like, there it is, right we, there. They shook him down for stocks, yeah. t- stock tips. <laughs> so what no, happened so, to your seven-year-old? So, so he, he, he bumped into this kid, then he hit a wall... And he got hurt. I mean, he needed stitches, so we had to actually send him to a... Hard bump. Yeah, yeah. Well, the wall is, you know... The wall is a hard... Gritty. Hard he lost. Wall. He hit the wall, and then he lost. The wall oh, didn't move. Man. So, yeah, we, we had to send him to a, um, a cosmetic uh, surgeon because the stitches were so close to his eye. And the first thing when the school called was I was... See, when George's kid gets hurt, he goes to a cosmetic I heard that. I heard that. When my kid gets hurt, (laughs) we break out the first aid kit I got in the military. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure this is going to go beyond one one, one (laughs) live (laughs) recording. If Lisa ever hears this, she's going to shut it down. Lisa, we love you, but this is for men only. (laughs) Cosmetic surgeon. Cosmetic surgeon for a seven-year-old. It was so close to his eye, yeah. What does the cosmetic surgeon do for a seven-year-old? 
I haven't gotten the bill yet. <laughs> I'll let you know. Well, this cool. is probably your co your personal cosmetic surgeon. Oh, stop. No? No, look at my <laughs> clothes. Okay. Is this your Botox guy? <laughs> it probably is. He's a go-to guy for George. Hey, you know, he's on call. Speed dial. Hey, my kids got hurt. Get over here with your kid. <laughs> is this a roaster? We... <laughs> So the guys, uh, we're, we're, so, we're losing the audience. so if you're still listening four minutes in, I promise you, there's going to be some good content down the road. Yes, but for now, but for now, it's just laughing. Uh, Robert, well, the bottom line is, I prayed and I thank God that it wasn't worse. <laughs> you I have didn't a cosmetic surgeon. <laughs> uh, I prayed that did you, did the you, cosmetic surgeon was available. But wait, did you pray first or did you call the cosmetic surgeon first? Which one came I first? I prayed that he would answer. <laughs> no, no. In all serious, I thank God that he didn't lose his eye because it was really kind of mm. scary. Oh, but yeah. he's good. He's okay. He's doing better? Yeah, Stitches came out. Yeah, Stitches came out today, and he's he's good. He's good. Awesome. Robert, anything happening in your life with your family? Well, no, I got two boys that... Um, Stop banging on the table. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got two boys that are ready to go uh, uh, play golf with me. Uh, they, they they made it to the golf team uh, last, uh, last week. They started playing three or four months ago, and the coach just saw a lot of improvement in their swing, and they said, wow, you know, I think your boys are ready to uh, be part of a golf team. And so I'm so proud of that. Great, that's, that's exciting. Awesome. Yeah, it is, you know, for a guy who, uh, for a dad who plays golf, I'd love to get my kids out in the, the golf course and just spend time with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, spending time with the kids, whether it's cosmetic surgery or <laughs> golf. It's not as exciting as it's, calling listen, a cosmetic surgeon to come fix something, listen, you know. Part, but part of this podcast is to encourage guys to, to do the right thing and do the first thing. And, and obviously our relationship with God our relationship with our wives and our relationship with our kids um, are the things that we're going to revolve around and talk about because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's what we do. We want guys plugged in um, into their journey with God, most importantly. But that's once once that part of your life is set, um, that's going to automatically transfer into being better dads, being better husbands, being better stewards of your resources, being better employees, being better coaches, all the things that we do stem from our relationship with God. So it's, yeah. it's I agree. It's great yeah. great to yeah. hear. You said you said the order correctly. Yeah. God I first, agree. our wives and then our kids. Yeah. So we'll start every every week with a what's happening section just to let the guys know what's happening in our lives. Thanks for sharing. What about you, Marvin? Um what do you got going? Nothing's happening in my life, really. <laughs> I'm just the moderator here. You guys are, you guys are the talent. No, you 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 got to bring something to the table. I will, but in the interest of time, we're going to move on and then and then I'll circle <laughs> back. Wasn't wasn't there a prom just uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our son yeah. our son went to prom on Saturday. By the way, uh, we're recording this on what's today? May 20 something May what's today? Uh, oh my today goodness. is May 23rd. We're recording this on May 23rd, so if you're hearing this like in June or July, you're talking about prom. What's prom? Yeah, so our son went to prom on Saturday. It's exciting. Our first first awesome. of our three kids graduating from high school. And, um, I saw the pictures. He yeah, he brought, yeah. His, brought his date. He had a suit. He had red shoes on. Red yeah. shoes? Oh, man, wow. I tell you, this kid has some style. The much, loafers. Much he more. dropped the style. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know if that's you the, say talk? I don't know if that's the correct uh, use of he drop. the shoes? Yeah, I don't know. No. But you say Tom Hughes dropped his, his book drops. Okay. Uh, a movie drops. A book, a song drops. He didn't drop his shoes. <laughs> Dude, come yeah. on, man. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I was going to say something. Never mind. Yeah, hopefully nothing else dropped either. All right. Matthew, we love you. Uh, the second section is current events. So what's what's happening in our world? Um, uh, George is our in-house... Uh, news and financial gurus. Stewardship so, pastor. Stewardship pastor. So we'll start with you, George. Anything happening in the world of uh, news and finance? Yeah, you know, 
just recently, this week, as probably most of you are aware, there's been a lot of volatility in the stock market and. Oh, bro, you're putting people to sleep now. A main re well, everyone has hopefully money in their retirement plan, so it'll be impactful to them. And hey, I had a great quarter. Did you? Yeah, yeah. That's that's in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and the volatility primarily stems from negotiations with China, and a lot of people term it a trade war. It's not a trade war, but there's tariffs that um, we placed on, so, on some so goods. So for us non. China tariff speaking financial people. novices. What is this? What does this actually mean? Like we've seen it in the news. What does it mean globally? But what does it mean to our portfolios? What so what happens is when you put tariffs, you're, you're generally increasing the price of manufacturing. The cost of goods is going to go up. So generally, that means that the companies are not going to be as profitable because they're going to either pass it along to the consumers, which is difficult because then the consumers don't have as much money, or they're going to have to absorb the cost, meaning that they won't be as profitable and that leads to a lower potential drop in the price of stock. Oh, oh, so right. you've seen the stock market go down the last couple of days. So I would encourage you to review your portfolio. And for those of you that are long-term investors, don't panic. So, so that's the question is, do we... Do we call our advisor? Do we call our, our person? Do we move out of certain stocks? Or do we just hang tight? Or does it matter? Or does it where we're at in life and all those factors? Yeah, pa panic is never a good strategy. So if you're a long-term investor, meaning that if you're holding stock for five years or greater, then my suggestion would be to not do anything and not get in or out, just stay calm. I'd be happy to speak with anyone who wants me to review their their questions or their portfolio. So just let it ride. Yeah, for the time being and, and, and until this gets settled because it's pretty volatile right now. Well, what do you, uh, what about for the regular consumers? Uh, does that mean that prices of goods, sneakers, stuff coming from China, will we can expect a hike in it, prices? It may, it may. The company may pass it on or they may absorb it. We don't know yet, it's too early. The tariffs actually haven't even hit yet. It's supposed to hit effective June 1, wow. um, so we'll see. But the market reacts pretty strongly to the news back and forth, up and down. Fair enough. Well, I appreciate that report. That was super exciting. Uh, we probably <laughs> super lost, exciting. We probably lost our three listeners by now. But I, I get to bring us a sports report. So, Okay, so you're going to come into my office and look at my 403B. Why is it down? And I'll say, listen to the podcast. There you go. Right, well, there you go. well, listen, no, in all seriousness, this is very important. And if you do want to get some more insight or clarity, uh, George, you're always available to talk to anybody, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. around our church about absolutely. how to steward the resources. Well, well, while you may not specifically give stock tips, um, yes, he will. I would share. I share my personal thoughts, but I would never. You, you share stock investment principles, which is yes. different than yes. than buy or sell, yep. hold or okay, so. no. But if you ask him for specific stocks, he'll share with you. <laughs> well, all the ones he's given me have been, have been duds. So I don't know what. Whoa! That's about. <laughs> well, he's given you the Chinese stocks so far, so you know those. Well, they're low right now, so buy some more. <laughs> hey, so in the world of sports, is anybody going to beat the Warriors? I mean, seriously, like these guys are just a juggernaut. It's gonna be have. There's gonna have to be some injury between Clay and stuff for them to get beat. I just. I mean, think... they lost. They lost their best player, and they're still rolling. Yeah, I, I think. If, yeah. I think Toronto or Milwaukee can beat them if Durant doesn't come back. I, I do. Think this is I think they're both I superior think so. to Portland. 
man. If Durant doesn't Portland come back. Portland had yes. 17 point leads no, I three know. games straight and couldn't hold them. But I, I, the Clippers had leads, and you know, I mean, it's like. But I, I, I think, remember, Milwaukee had the best record all year round. All season long, so it's not like they got hot they're, or anything. They're in a dogfight with Toronto as we and speak. Toron- and, and Toronto, they sh- and they had, should win that Toronto series, had a great record too. And remember, yeah. Kawhi sat a lot of games because they're resting them. They still had a great year. Hey, s- speaking of that series, have you seen the the back and forth between Drake the rapper and the uh, the coach, coach of yeah, the Bucks, coach Budden, Buddenholzer? Uh, apparently, uh, he's. Did you pronounce a, that right? I don't know. <laughs> Buddenholzer. <laughs> Just call him Coach Bud. Bud, Coach Bud. There you go. Apparently, he's a little upset that Drake gets to walk on the court during timeouts, gets to go into the players' huddles. He even gives back rubs. I saw him rubbing the coach. coach. Yes, yes. Well, that is Canada, you know. That's in international waters there. So I, I don't know. It's not. Hey, we have we have Canadian (laughs) we have Canadian listeners that are part of CA. So Robert, would you like to offend anybody else? No, 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 no. North America. I'm just saying, you know, Canada is a separate country. They can do the stuff that they want to do there. So I don't know. Does NBA have a good reach over there? Except for Toronto. Toronto Raptors have been a, a, a good good franchise from time to time and they're good now and they're on the verge of possibly making the NBA finals but then there's this rapper who gets special access to the team that he no does. other player I know I know he he's, does, he's even he? more and, than like yeah. Spike Lee did with the Knicks yeah, yeah. And, and so the coach of the Bucks is saying that's uh, become a distraction mm. and so and I saw the Greek freak is not happy with him because I guess he's trolling him well <laughs> So that he he right? airballed a couple free throws in, in yesterday's game or the yeah. day before. Yeah. And and so he, he's over there, you know, cheering and trolling him and you know, a la Spike Lee. You remember those yeah. those days when he used to do that? Reggie with, Miller. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well that. we'll see who has the last laugh, right? You you're so you're calling Milwaukee to beat him tonight? Well Yeah, and they remember they have home they have home court advantage. Okay. So ultimately I think they'll I think they'll win. Well how do you think they'll uh, do with the uh, Golden State? If if Durant if Durant doesn't come back, I, I think I no. think Milwaukee can, Look, can we're, win. We're recording this on. I'm on, not saying they will. I'm we're recording this they, on May 23rd. I think they can. George Fernandez is on the record as saying um, Milwaukee will beat the Warriors. I do not see that happening with or without Kevin Durant. But that's just my opinion. Uh, you know, I I, I want to go with the underdog. I, I'm going to go with George. I think they have. Why is George the underdog? George well, no, the he's a Celtic fan, by the not way. Not the underdog. By the way, by the way. So guess who's he? He's rooting for the East. He is not. He's rooting for the East. He's rooting for the those those cold weather teams. Why, that, why would I root for a team that just annihilated my team? Because you, then you can say, no. then you can say, well, we lost to the eventual world champions. Trust ooh, me, I'm a Dodger ooh. fan. I get that. I wanna, listen, I, if, I, if I'm going to lose, I, I want to lose to the champions, in the, and that's in, it. Nobody in, else. In, in Boston, it's championship or bust. So, Hey, um, I had another story. I don't know if we have time for this, but um, there's a player on the Chiefs. Uh, what's his name? His nickname is Honey Badger. Honey Badger. Tyron Ma- Matthew. Honey Badger. And um, a family member is extorting him for $5 million. Now, I don't know anything about what this family member has oh, against man. him. But I mean, in 2019, in the age of media and social media, this is still happening. It's crazy. What do you think they have against him that they're holding him for five million bucks? Oh my gosh! Look at this picture. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, what how could they possibly have against him? Why did they call him Honey Badger? Yeah, why did they call him Honey Badger? Maybe that's why they're extorting. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say certain things. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All okay. right. So some what, things are what, off limits. What, what possibly could they have against them that they have $5 million to hold over his head? 
I don't know. It must be something pretty good, right? Must, yeah. It must be. But that's a Jeopardy question. <laughs> yeah. What 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 would somebody extort you for? Wow. I mean, what information wow. is out there? Wow. Well, you know what, George? Nothing. Our Nothing. house. <laughs> I mean, like, what, what, what would it take? Five million dollars. What would it take for somebody for you to give someone any amount of money? I mean, like, what would they have to have on you? Wow, isn't that wasn't that part of the interview for pastoral application before we got yeah, here? Is there anything yeah. in your like, closet that anybody is storing like, against you? Yeah, and we still got hired. <laughs> we may not. Have no, to. so it's, what do we have on, Tom, on the leadership Tom, team? Tom and Mark, if you're listening to this, yeah. uh, I'm not a part of this conversation. Robert uh. Conce- Robert Concepcion and Jorge Fernandez are a part of it. <laughs> Yeah, we have on Tom and Mark <laughs> that allowed us to get higher. five million dollars. Oh, all, all we know is that Mark couldn't pee in the bush in Africa. That's all we have. Well, that that's that's claim. Yeah. That's a claim. We don't know if that's yeah. Well, you, you think fact. you think Tom exaggerates his stories? So. No, oh boy, no. <laughs> you just opened a can no. of worms there. He's never gonna oh. listen. Tom will never listen to oh, this. Wow. And, and if he does, he'll be he'll stop listening by minute five. Yeah. So he'll never get this deep into it. That's right. George. I've already given him stock tips, so he doesn't listen to me anymore. Well, uh, uh, moving on. The final piece. The final piece of the uh, current event section is what's happened at CA, Robert. Ah, uh, well, as you guys know, we will be having our Holy Spirit. Uh, well, we do have our Holy Spirit series right now, and. Just in uh, as as part of that, Tom has called for a uh, prayer ministry and uh, worship night, and I think because of the response that we've had, we're amazing, splitting it. Amazing response. Yeah, uh, you know, he was expecting yeah. two hundred and uh, over well, seven hundred well, yeah. have responded. With seven hundred twenty-two RSVPs the first weekend it was announced. Wow, which is just and we a, stopped it, right? Well, uh, you know, if you didn't if you didn't get a chance to RSVP, probably if you're listening, this might be after June sixth anyway. But if you didn't get a chance to RSVP, yeah, we're no longer going to take RSVPs. But a couple of things that people should know is that uh, we offer prayer every week, mm-hmm. so it's not just one night of prayer that people can come. That's to. true. I mean, people can come to at every get, service, every service, and yep. it's the same prayer teams that we're going to have on June sixth. That is true, uh, including pastors and otherwise. So just if you didn't get in to that June sixth time. Um, Please come any weekend and get prayed for. We'll love to pray for you for healing, um, spiritual gifts, any of the things that uh, we've been preaching on. So they can yeah. they can get prayer for that. Yeah, but what's going to happen? Um, so we're now expanding it to two nights. Yes, two nights now instead of just one evening uh, because of the response, tremendous response we've gotten. And um, so June fifth and sixth, Wednesday, Thursday fifth, night. Yeah, fifth and sixth. Uh, the, the way it's going to be broken into, uh, it's going to be half by. Um, I think they're going to announce that on Sunday. They're going to talk about how different services need to go one night of that week so we can accommodate uh, everyone who wants to come. So we're expecting a good turnout and uh, hopefully, you know, it's just one of many evenings that we're going to eventually yeah. have. Yeah, absolutely. Have, have either of you guys ever experienced a moment while getting prayed for um, that you feel like something natural clicked or happened? And by supernatural, I mean like, was there a, a healing? Um, was there an impartation of gifts that you know that happened through that prayer time? Hmm. A word that you received that later came to, to pass in your lives? Um, uh, or even just a sense of direction from the Lord that you, know, you, you were praying for a specific um, topic uh, and you just sense that through that prayer time God opened a door for um, something to, to happen in your life yeah for me several I mean, several different things I think passed 
you know, think back upon my life. I remember, I guess it's now maybe about 14 years ago specifically, when I was looking to move my practice and looking to determine what, what firm to merge with. And there was this one firm in Encino that I basically thought I'd made my decision. And I had met with some other guys from a firm in Pasadena that I'd never even met or knew about. And I prayed about it and I thought that God was directing me to go to Encino. And then in the last day before I told the guys, the other firm in Encino, that I was going to go with them, I just felt Holy Spirit just say, no, you need to meet with these guys again in Pasadena. And I thought, no, I don't know these guys or, you know, it's not as reputable a firm. At least that was my, my knowledge. And lo and behold, I met with them and I felt such a peace when I met with them a second time. And I ended up staying with them for, you know, for 12 years. Was there a specific prayer time during that season that you can call back on and say, yeah, um, you know, a pastor friend prayed, in my, prayed for me or a friend prayed for me. And I, we just, I just, just Lisa and I were praying a great deal and just saying, God, direct us to where you want us to be. You know, open the door and close the door and just make it clear. I always pray and ask God, make it very, very clear so mm-hmm. I don't have to guess or, or know. Just make it obvious where you want me to go, <clears> direct <throat> me. And he made it really clear. So certainly, certainly, you know, I don't know if we've talked uh talked about this yet in our series but the holy spirit does give us um direction um yeah gives us words of wisdom and words of knowledge so that we can um get a sense of what his will might be for our lives i mean for me it was a i can clearly recall a summer camp when i was like 22 years old and i remember praying that god would gift me with the spirit the holy spirit and and specifically i was praying for the gift of speaking in tongues and the lord says you know to to ask and desire the spiritual gifts and it's just one thing that i had always been curious and interested and, and passionate about. And I remember praying and other people praying for me and, and nothing would happen because it was one of those things where you want it to be God and you Wait, want Wait, this is a summer camp? At a summer camp. And how old were you when you were praying for I the Holy a, Spirit, Spirit to give you the gift I, of I was a, I was a leader at the summer camp and I was about 21 or 22. Okay. So no, I wasn't I wasn't like a, uh, a pedophile <laughs> trolling summer camps or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you say you weren't, you just, at that time. <laughs> anyway, I was a leader okay. at a certain well, you know, I just wanted to clarify But that. I was praying. I was just praying for mm. this, and nothing would happen. But again, there was a lot of it, you know, was, was me. And, and then I remember one of the pastors comes up to me. He goes, you go pray for that young person. And there was a high school kid there. And, and I just, like, stopped praying about the things that I was praying about. I had given that prayer to God. And I went over and started praying for this kid. Mm. And in the moment I opened my mouth to pray for this kid, I started speaking in tongues. Mm. And wow. it was when I took the attention off of myself yeah. and and began pray for someone else. And I've now come, as I've in, enjoyed that gift and been able to use it, I've now come to find its value for me is, is when I run out of words to pray for others, that the Holy Spirit fills that gap with His language. And it's been just, a, and it's been empowering my prayers. But it's again, when... I'm praying mostly for others, and I'm, yeah. and I'm yeah. interceding for people. Yeah. That's been a, a gift, a powerful gift to have. Yeah, that's great, Marvin. Well, speaking of that, you know, we just came back like two weeks ago from men's retreat. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go on. Yeah. There's another thing happening at CA. <laughs> okay. I just want to... Tell yeah. us, won't you? Well, no, no. I <laughs> was, script. 
Well, it's, it's, a part of the right part, time. it's a part of the program. No, 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 because this leads to a very good story. Uh, we have a... Uh, we don't have time for another good story. Yeah, we do. Wait a minute. You, you guys want to hear this. We're at 23 wait, minutes. Wait, let, me, let me just they say... They want more stock tips. Let me just say that we're going to have an understanding and regulating anger <laughs> seminar by uh, our Thrive Ministry mm. happening in, uh, on Thursday, June 13th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. And the person who's going to conduct the uh, seminar is Dr. Terry Hargrave. Mm. So it's uh, someone You're who's... You're familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, love, five Days love, to New Self. Yeah. Five right? Days to New Marriage. We love the Hargraves. Yeah. Right. So, you know, they're, they're very renowned and they, they've written a book and many things. And uh, anger is such an explosive emotion mm-hmm. us guys have to deal with all the time. And uh, I think it's, it's something that... Uh, we should not neglect to uh, to address, and uh, we should not neglect to uh, uh, to just strategize and, so, and be. So when is it again? It's going to be June thirteenth. June thirteenth. Uh, it's going to be an anger or, or seven understanding. It's a one night seminar. And one regulating your anger. One night seminar. Right. Understanding and regulating your anger. June thirteenth, seven eight thirty. Um, I think that's a great thing, and, and yeah. guys should check into that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, the reason I brought that up is because uh, recently I heard a, a pretty good story of uh, of uh, someone in in this round table who had to deal with anger, and George, uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, no, what? What are you talking about? Wait, 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 wait. You are weren't you, supposed to. Are you talking about his kid getting bullied and did he do something to the, to the eighth grader? This is beside that story. Oh, okay. I got back at him. I'm, I'm talking the about. The kid's walking with a limp now. <laughs> Marvin. I've got, I've got the, the Marvin, number of a share good with cosmetic us. surgeon. Stop it. Marvin, share with us the story of uh, what happened to you the other day when you parked and uh, over. I uh, received the Holy Spirit. That's what happened. No, no, no. But you. <laughs> You dealt with anger pretty good, so you know I want to. Sh- no, I want you to no, share no, that no. with the uh, our audience. I don't have time. Sorry, we're out of time. For real quick, real quick, you guys want to hear this? Out <laughs> um, of Kia car, man. <laughs> not close. You're putting it. me on the spot here. Yes. So this was not planned. Um, but so yesterday, actually, I went to a convalescent home of all places. Um, met with a guy, prayed with a guy, um, had a lovely visit. I didn't realize that when I parked my car, it was in the. Um, Street sweepers, red zone, red. Mm. No, it was it was a legal parking spot. Handicap, but it happened to be you know Wednesday, no parking, ten to twelve. Mm. And I got there at nine thirty. The fact that there were no other cars in the street didn't alarm you. The fact well, that hey, you know uh, listen, this this whole row of street, this 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 street. <laughs> Whoa, wow! Look at it's, the parking. It's nine thirty. All of this. Next space. week, Marvel will give the finance report. Okay, <laughs> it's nine thirty a.m. By the way, can I expense parking tickets? <laughs> it's nine thirty a.m. Uh, so I didn't think much of the street being empty, but I parked there anyway, and um, I got there at 9.30. The sign said no parking from 10 to 12 Wednesdays. I got there at 9.30, but my visit stayed longer than 30 minutes. I came out at 10.15, and the guys, lo and, lo and behold, the guys parked behind the Glendale police officer, or Glendale meter, whatever, is parked behind my car, writing me my ticket, and I In said, oh, middle. I said, I'm moving my car right now. He goes, that's great, but I... Here's your ticket. Did you tell him you were a pastor? And that's use what you were there card? for? Yeah. I did not use the pastor card. You didn't give him your card. Um, I very calmly said, I thank you for your service, kind gentleman, and I walked away. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is not the story I've Wait, yeah. Why were you arrested? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he, gave, so he wrote the parking ticket, which already is bad. And, um, and, and so the next thing he says, and he goes, and I'm writing a no, another ticket because you don't have tags. Or you don't have, no, no, you don't have license plates. Mm. And I, I bought my car in December. And what kind of car is it? Uh, it's a Dodge. Wow. I, Challenger. I, it's a nice car. It's a <clears throat> lovely car. I bought my car in December before 
the new law came into effect with the temporary plates. Mm. Nowadays, you see those little yeah, paper, paper, paper yeah, temporary yeah. plates. I didn't get those. And I went on the DMV website and I um, I want to have, you know, the legacy plates. Uh, so I bought the legacy plates. I went on the DMV website. I got a confirmation email from the DMV saying your plates should arrive within 8 to 12 weeks. It's been about 12 weeks. Yeah. About three months since I bought my car. Um, or, well, what are we in May? I guess it's been more than three. Yeah, this is why you're doing the finance report. <laughs> it's been more than... Yeah. Anyway. It's almost six months. Anyway, That's okay. my plates have not come yet. <laughs> ah, my plates okay. have not come yet. Um, and I said, I showed him the email. I said, look, I ordered the plates. They haven't come yet. He goes, well, you got to go to the DMV. I said, I tried that. It was a two-month waiting period to get to the DMV. So I'm escalating. I feel my bubbles rising inside of me. The guy smirkly hands me the ticket and says, that's your problem, sir. Wow. And I was like, I, I can't I, believe you didn't throw the pastor card. I didn't, wow. just about, I just, no, 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 it gets better. I just, I I, I, no, no, George, I, I, it gets better. I, the story gets better. I, he gave me the ticket, started to walk away. I said, well, look, and I tore up the tickets and I threw them up in the air. Oh. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did See? too. And then he gave him the pastor card right away. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> I said, you tore it up in his face? Yep. Not in his face, he was walking away. Uh, afterwards, this is why Hispanics get a bad rap. <laughs> there you go. This is why he tore it up and did and gave the Thanos snap. A wow. just like afterwards, that. I thought this I is confetti. Afterwards, I walked by. I said, "Sir, how much do I owe you? Can I write my check now?" Stop! Uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> they tried to give him cash, make it go away. <laughs> you, you told him, "We're inviting you." We're inviting you to the Holy Spirit series, and wow. we have uh, so in the management really class. So anyway, uh, did you really? Tell I really that? did. I figured I'll get them in the mail anyway. No, you won't. It was just more to prove a point. That you're a moving a violation man. you'd get in the mail, but a parking ticket you will not. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> a moving violation, I believe you'll get in the mail, oh, but not man. a parking well, ticket. Well, you know what? That's how they get you because that's how it just stacks up, stacks well, up. Well, that's how they got me. Oh, and when, you pay you, your when you pay your DMV, you, that's right. With Plus interest. And, yeah. Well, so can we move on to the next topic? But again, not talk about anger management. We're down to 50 seconds well, left So here. because of that... I'm inviting you guys to do the anger management seminar. Obviously, all the time. Yes, Marvin will be in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> Marvin will be the first guy. All right, listen, we, we got a few minutes oh, left. Oh, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a siren behind us. Uh, there's a few minutes left. We just got done with Men's Retreat. One of the things, you know, you just heard our, my story. You heard George's story about his son. Uh, obviously, things happen following an amazing experience like the Men's Retreat. You get in a fight with your wife. Um, you get a parking ticket and you react in anger like I did. Uh, your kid gets hurt at school and you might have to call your cosmetic mm. surgeon. Um, <laughs> whatever, whatever happens, like, how do you guys stay focused and remind yourself not only that it was an amazing experience, but keep that Holy Spirit fire alive throughout the whole year, and not just wait for another weekend retreat next year. You know, to me, it, it's it's the way you start. See, we're, time's up. Well, next week we'll answer that question. <laughs> to me, it starts. It's the way you start the day. And and how, what is literally, it? if I'm I'm in prayer, the first thing I do when I wake up is I'm in prayer by myself, reading scripture, and least you know knows where I go in the house and Canaan. And when he comes to say after say good morning, he always wants to interrupt or whatever. He says you know, Daddy's having. He's alone time with God. You need to leave him alone. And that just kind of prioritizes my relationship with God on a, on a, on a, on a morning basis, on a daily basis. God, you come first. Are, are there any ways that you structure that time, or is it just as the Lord leads you every morning? Every No, every it's, it's structured. Every morning, I sit in a chair. Um, I listen to worship music. I have a devotional. I read scripture. And then I literally get on my knees, and I'm praying. Because I know. Wait, you told me you got on your knees to stretch, not pray. That's after. That's <laughs> after. 
but if I if I don't start the day that way, my day is completely different. Uh-huh. And there have been many days, especially in the past, when my day would not go the way that God would want it to go. So if you, have, if you just happen to get a parking ticket in your first appointment of the morning that day, M- maybe, you would not may- have maybe, tore up may- the ticket. Maybe the I would have experience. reacted differently. Maybe. <laughs> Can't say I would have, but maybe. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's something, right? Because we know that it's almost simple, but yet it's profound. And I think so many of us shortchange that time in favor of getting out the door, um, yeah, getting breakfast, true. being in a hurry, uh, being to, in a hurry, yeah. an extra snooze or two. I mean, whatever it is, we give away that time so easily, mm. and it just changes your whole day. It changes the way. I, I, I use Mar. I use these words. I say, Holy Spirit, I invite you to be with me today. I invite you to be in every conversation, every thought I have, everything that I hear. That it's your your truth that I'm hearing. It's your truth that I'm speaking, and just direct me. Have 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 your way with my heart, and just re- change my desires for yours. Just to kind of heart transplant. And I and I and I ask him, and I say that on a daily basis, and I believe that that directs me at least in a in a better way. Clearly, it's not a perfect day. Yeah. So so definitely your daily um, time with God. For you, it's in the morning. And, you know, some other guys might say, you know, I, I can't function in the morning. So, you know, midday, I, I have a walk with God on my lunch break or on my evening, I can then decompress on my day. So the important thing is that you're, you're you spend time. spending that time, yep. valuing it, intentionally blocking it off and even structuring it. Because I think so often we come to that place of prayer, we set some time aside and then we're like, okay, Lord, now what? And then we pray, we pray it two-minute prayer or we just kind of flip open to whatever's but if you don't structure it if you don't have a reading plan if you don't have some things that you do intentionally like listen to worship or whatever it might be for you um that's why guys get stuck in that time yeah you said the word the the key is you have to be intentional about it being intentional with your wife being intentional with your child or your children if you're not and you just try to like wing it then many times it just it doesn't yeah, happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Like last yeah. night we went you know went to dinner, Lisa and, and Canaan, but we were intentional about okay Thursday this is gonna be a time that we can block out. Friday's a time that we can block out. Whatever it is, and then we're intentional, not just kind of haphazard about it. So be intentional about it. You know, Robert, I know for you, and I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to pretend like I know your life, but I know you a little bit. And I know that for you, being surrounded by a group of fellow men um, is an important ritual that you kind of keep yourself connected to me of Saturday morning groups with guys yeah huddle guys huddles on Wednesday nights yeah uh, tell tell about that and how that sustains the experience of a men's retreat for you. no yeah, yeah it's so easy to just fall off the wagon you know it's so easy to just be complacent about it because us guys we always have so many distractions in front of us we got the games the playoffs you've got so many we got kids uh, so many things tugging at us and uh, unless you have a schedule set where you could just uh, like George was saying uh, go to a place where it's just you and the Lord um, you know it, it's gonna be impossible to just kind of fit him in uh, everything else needs to fit in coming from that schedule rather than you trying to fit other schedules or him through your schedule. Um, it's so important, especially meeting up with the guys that um, you've met. If you come up from the retreat and you've had meaningful conversations, impactful conversations, and 
you felt like you've connected with other guys, you need to stoke that fire. You need to get in touch with them. You can't just say, well, you know what? Um, I guess I'll see him in church or I guess I'll see him next year. Uh, there are lots of ways to just grab cups of coffee and just uh, talk about the goodness of God and just rekindle that fire and just keep it going and put a life group together or join a life group because it's so, it, it, like I said, it's so easy to fall off the wagon and it's so important to have other guys around you who can just um, encourage you and just uh, sharpen, you know, Bible talks about iron sharpening iron and it really helps other guys to just say, hey, you know, let's pick it up. Let's be honest about this. You know, hey, what, what are you struggling with? Uh, what are you going through right now? So many of the guys um, on their response card for the retreat checked off, join a life group. And so some guys listening to this right now and thinking, yeah, that was me. I did that. And I haven't yet taken that first step. What would be the, the best first step to take towards joining a life group? Well, we've got a website chock full of uh, uh, life groups that uh, you can join. Uh, but the guys that you connected with, um, the guys that you connected with at the retreat, they're the best people you can connect with right now and just say, hey, uh, which life group do you belong to? If you don't have one, let's start one. Because you've already made the initial connection. You've already made the initial uh, contact with them and uh, you've got to talk to them in a deeper level than just saying hi and hello. That's a great place to start a life group if they don't even have one or if you don't belong to one. So find the website um, or on our app and you can browse the different groups and you know basically they can email all of the groups from the website and get information as to when they meet. Um, but even better yet, call me, call talk, Marvin. Talk yeah. to one of the community life But even better, yeah. even better yet, lean on the relationships that you already built at retreat. Right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. And those guys just say, hey, are you guys already part of a group? Maybe one of them is already, you can invite them to a group. And if Absolutely. not, you know, I mean, like, can start a group from that cabin. I've heard of cabins at men's retreats that just say, you know, we really enjoyed That's right. being together. Can we just, can this be a life group? And yeah. Of course it can. Yeah, yeah. And for those who are wondering what life group is going to be about, I mean, look at the cabin time. That's about what the life group does. Yeah. Reflective questions, yeah. sharing from your heart, and just being authentic. Yep. And, you know, we make it easy for anybody who wants to lead a discussion. We have um, discussion guides from the sermon. So if they That's just right. want to talk about what they heard you know, someone preach on Saturday or Sunday, yes, they can do that in absolutely. their life Or they can read a book together. Um, or, you know, I mean, it's really open-ended in terms of how they want to set structure their group. The point is that they're gathering and they're investing and they're building relationships. With I them. agree. Great. I agree. Well, anything else that you guys can think of in terms of stoking the fire? I mean, you know, we talked about the prayer night on the, on the 6th, do things like that. Um, obviously get connected with the groups, um, keep a daily rhythm of uh, devotionals. Anything else, I mean, obviously we, when we talk about daily rhythm, that includes spending time in the Word. Um, either of you guys can jump in on this. What are some ways that you can structure your time in the Word? Hmm. We, have a, we have a daily reading plan on our, on our app, and so they can follow along with that if they don't have a place to start, but there's you know, the, like, I mean, I, I select a book, like right now I'm reading Luke. So I select a book in the Bible and I, I will read a chapter every day. Okay, so a chapter a day in a book. Yep. Um, there's reading plans on the uh, on the YouVersion Bible app. If you if you have that version of the yeah. Bible app, you yeah. can just click on plans and there's things ranging from a seven-day plan to a, a year-long plan. And so, but the point is that, again, it's, it's some kind of a systematic approach to Scripture where you're just not flipping open 
yeah, and, random and, and you know random your finger pointing at something, and then you you, you know. I recommend a systematic approach to scripture, whether it's a reading plan, whether it's a chapter a day, through the Bible, plans, all kinds of different ways that you can um, tackle it, but it should have some kind of structure to it. That's right. And if you need help in uh, putting that structure together, talk to me or Marvin, and we'd be happy to guide you along those lines. Um, also, Marvin, you might worth uh, it might be worth mentioning that our huddles are coming up in September, and starting already as early as now, we're looking for guys to uh, be part of that huddle. Yep. If you want a more intentional um, pathway to discipleship and you want to be with a group of guys who um, is committed to leaning in to the activities of God in their lives, a huddle is a great way to do that. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but if you want some information on that, talk to either of us. Uh, myself, Robert, George, we all eat huddles and we can guide you into that process. Well, listen, we, we wanted to keep this at about 30 minutes. We're exactly at 40 now, so hopefully you're still listening, but <laughs> hopefully there's some value um, in this for you and you can uh, subscribe and you can listen some more. And How much is it? Uh, it's free. Okay. Well, wait a minute. How much are we paying you? I don't know. <laughs> it's not going to be just us three. We're going no, to have guest speakers. We'll have, well, what? I don't know about guest speakers, but we'll have guests. Uh, oh, that's right. Just guests. We'll guest laughers uh, and other clowns in here from time to guess time. Guest jokers. Guest jokers. Um, the idea is it's a really a conversation, and we want to continue uh, those conversations so that you feel connected to we'll what's happening. We'll have a honey badger next time. We might have a, we might have a honey badger. <laughs> and if you guys have any ideas what you guys want us to talk about. Topics. Or, yeah. Topics or concerns or even uh, get to know one of the staffs or whoever else you want to just have on uh, this podcast, let us know. Absolutely. Shoot us an email. And for and the guys that went to the men's retreat, we will at some point interview Mr. Calva who won the arthritis cream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just can't sit. But. Yeah. Uh, that's going to take a while. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. He uses salty language. I don't know if we can use him. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Bye.